0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One.
2: All right, exciting show planned for you guys today. We cover a lot of ground from uh, 510s to uh, McLaren to uh, new Acura TLX, track days, and and beyond, right yeah. man?
1: Yeah, it's good. It's fun. Before we get started, let me tell you a bit about Geico. Though we're apart these days we are sharing more and Geico would just like to say thanks for that. Thanks for sharing all your good videos. All your dance moves and DIY haircut fails and your inner lip sync battle star, all the good stuff that uh, you guys are posting up there. Now it's Geico's turn to share as well with the Geico give back. It's a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. And because GEICO is committed for the long haul, the 15% credit lasts your full policy term. So visit geico.com slash giveback. That's geico.com slash giveback.
0: Announcing the Live from Out There virtual music festival exclusively on Live by Live. Featuring four solid weekends of live and tape performances from more than 45 artists. Now running every weekend through June 7th. See exclusive performances from Keller Williams, Turquoise, Nihali White Denim, Dispatch, Twiddle, and many more. Purchase a VIP tour pass for all weekends or individual show tickets to the Live from Out There virtual festival. Join us at livexlive.com backslash LFOT.
2: Yeah, get it on, got to get on the strip. Thanks, welcome to uh, CarCast, man. I'm Carl, the mo- Matt Moderator over there. Hi fresh, uh, fresh from the track?
1: Yeah, I got. Oh, it's so hot out there. It's always hot out there. I don't care what time here it is. It's either incredibly windy. That Willow Sprigs are hot. It was like 109.
2: Yeah. I, it, I tell people all the time, <laughs> I, you know, it's weird. I grew up in the San Fernando Valley, and I grew up without air conditioning, yeah. and I just don't like it. Like, it, it reminds me of my horrible childhood. And th- part of the reason I love going to Laguna Seca is that cool ocean yeah. air and how wonderful it is. And the reason I always... Thought I hated Laguna Seca, or sorry, Willow Springs is that dry, dusty desert
1: it, yeah. heat.
2: Now we lucked out when I did that Trans Am race in that vet. Maybe it was March, and it was like just perfect.
1: Yeah, it was. It was a little nicer, and I'm not sure why, because usually it gets very windy or very hot. But right. uh, it worked out well for that. And uh I, I went up there for a track day with some friends that. uh uh, a friend of ours, Jeremy Fry, who's been on the show, he's a stunt driver, he did Baby mm-hmm. Driver, and John Wick, and Fast and Furious, and and uh, all the Hollywood productions are shut down, so mm-hmm. he just sent out an email to a bunch of his stunt buddies and said, let's do another track day, let's go out there for fun, and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll hit the track, we'll do some drifting, we'll bring all your fun cars, and they all have cool cars, and the ones that didn't, they all rented Porsche Caymans. Oh, really? <laughs> they, and for some reason, all the, the rentals were white. Huh. So they just rented a couple of uh, white Caymans. And I, because it was so hot, I think I had a little bit of the advantage. I brought an Alfa Romeo Stelvio Quattrofolio. It's the Alfa Romeo SUV, mm-hmm. but it's the V6 twin turbo, 505 horsepower. Mm. Um, but because it was a fresh, modern you know, press car, I was doing laps with the air on. It was nicer in the car racing than it was getting out and talking to everybody.
2: (laughs) You're in the streets of Willow, if we didn't didn't mention it. Willow has the big track, and then they have the streets of Willow. The streets of Willow is where you practice before you do the Long Beach Grand Prix. And you practice a little at the Long Beach Grand Prix as well. But, uh, ooh, we missed the Long Beach Grand Prix. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, streets are nice track. I sort of go up the hill and you can configure them a couple different ways. So we ran it backwards. Uh, and you ran it backwards, which meant counterclockwise, I guess?
1: Uh, oh, yes. no, no. Uh, yes, we did. So, you know, yeah. the long straightaway, instead of uh, running the straightaway and then going up the hill, we came down the hill through the straightaway yeah you know um,
2: I, I think uh if you go do enough driving courses over there you'll probably run it each direction equal yeah. equal amount of times and i'm kind of picturing both directions both times and they're, they're equally as as fun
1: it is it's fun um i have not been on the track in a while and i had not uh driven that vehicle uh, nor have I r- run it in that configuration and I don't know how long. I think I ran it backwards once, but I don't even remember when. Um, so uh, lucky for me, I show up, and I'm like, hey, I'm just going to go slow and follow a couple guys just to get the line. And, uh, and then Tanner Faust walks up, and he says uh, – Hey, buddy, let's go for a ride. I said, sure. What did you bring here? He said, nothing. That's what I like about Tanner. Tanner flew his plane. There's a tiny airport right next to the track, not too far off. He has a fold-up bike. He folds it up, puts it in his single-engine prop plane, flies from from Orange County to near the track, unfolds his bike, pedals his ass over to the track, and just hung out with everybody for the day, did some ride-alongs and some instruction you know, just for fun. So I went and I drove, and I got a lot of good of in, good instruction from Tanner, which is always invaluable. And uh, and then we swapped seats, and then he just, you know, continued to embarrass me by making that truck fly around the track yeah. at, at speeds you would never even think an SUV could do. Uh, but it was... It was a lot of fun. What Uh, kind of
2: speed could you get up to on the straightaway? You know,
1: I I was thinking about that after I left, and I never looked down at doing it because uh, there were enough people on the track. You kind of needed to pay attention, and you you are allowed to pass. Everybody out there is pretty good, so you pass— By pointing, but anywhere you want, anywhere you feel is safe. It's not just the straightaway. And every time I was getting to the straightaway, I was either coming up on somebody or passing somebody. So I never really paid attention to it. I could probably find out from from the other guys on how fast they were going. Um, But the Alfa Romeo is actually pretty cool. It was the only SUV out there. It's fast. Now, the specs on this thing, 505 horsepower, 0 to 60 in like 3.3 seconds. Wow. And it pulls 0.94 Gs. And when you put it in, uh, it. it I, we did a few laps in the normal mode to feel the suspension. Then I put it in, in a race, eh, kind of a sport mode. And then there's a full track mode. Tanner ran it in full track mode. I didn't. I ran it in the sport mode. Um, so I can get a little bit more of the traction control to work with. He obviously is much better. He can run with it completely off. And it definitely tightens up the suspension and uh it has a good note to it too. It opens up the exhaust. And the uh the one that I got was equipped with the optional carbon ceramic disc brakes. Mm. And Tanner was saying, he's like, I'm always he goes, I'm always easy on streetcars. And he goes this is where press cars come to die. And he goes a lot of times you're just beating on these cars you go through tires for sure, then you go through brakes and you don't realize that brake fade lasts for so long that when somebody goes to try to drive home, you've got no brakes on the on the ride home. And I was like, I don't know, these these feel pretty good. He had a few uh, he had a few comments about it. He compared it to the BMW X5M. And mm-hmm. he said BMW puts so much uh, time and and energy into developing that vehicle they've got a real that engine's really far down it's mm-hmm. really far back i think the front axle for the uh, for the all-wheel drive goes through the oil pan because the only way to get it low and the engine low and back far enough and he said that the the alpha male right. actually well, doesn't
2: go through the oil pan yeah
1: it does yeah
2: it goes through pierces yeah. the oil pan
1: yeah i'm sure there's a tube welded in right right uh, but it was the only way to but go. It's
2: not notched, so to it's speak. Not notched. It wow. goes through. It was Whoa. really bizarre. <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah. yeah.
1: But so this car, this uh, this SUV ran great. Mm-hmm. Um, it pushed a little, and even in the full track mode, it does have a little bit of uh, traction control. Uh, that that kicks in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you could feel. I could feel it in the passenger seat a little bit while Tanner is driving. You would never be able to feel it. You know, with, with me driving, I would never push the car hard enough to do it. He's the only one who can kind of do it. But mm-hmm. it was it was fantastic. It was a good track day, and, and a lot of the guys brought out some some trick stuff. There's a bunch of photos. Kalen has some photos. There were some E36 BMWs, E46 at BMWs, uh, some Corvettes, um, like I said, a couple of Porsches, um, and a lot of sort Did of— Did
2: everyone drive them out there?
1: Everybody, uh, no. There was a few vehicles that were tracked— because trailer. some of these guys, yeah, I'm sorry, trailer. Because they built, uh, they built themselves like drift cars, like little road uh-huh. race cars, right? Um, but Jeremy Fry has a a Z06 Corvette that he built himself, pulled the motor, did the heads, did the cam. He's putting 585 down to the tires, mm. which is a healthy yeah, Corvette for yeah. sure, yeah. naturally aspirated. Yeah. Uh, and he drove it. Uh, Tanner drove it. They drove together. They swapped, and Tanner got out of the car and he's like. Good job, buddy. This thing has grip for days, and it kind of reminded me of the Trans Am race. When you think about the Z06, has a little bit of a flared fender to it, mm-hmm. and he was running uh, a DOT uh, road race tire, mm-hmm. and he drove it. Drove it from I don't know El Segundo or Torrance. He drove it up to the track in a you know in a race seat, and Any,
2: uh any temperature issues with the heat uh, outside?
1: Uh, no, everybody seemed to do fine. He was concerned about the Corvette, but the way he built it, because he didn't add a supercharger or anything, and he vented the hood and upgraded the cooling, mm-hmm. uh, it ran. Uh, that car was was a beast out there, you know. And everybody came home safe and sound. One guy got a little loose in the Corvette, but uh, in another Corvette, and but it when you come down the. Come down the hill. You're coming down the long straight, and if mm-hmm. you imagine before you make the hard left turn after the straight, because we're running backwards, that's where the whole skid pad area is.
2: Yeah, runoff,
1: so, and and because there's tons of runoff for that right. skid pad, the, the guy who came down in the Corvette that was coming a little hot, he got a little sideways. He had all the runoff in the world. Yeah, and uh, but then it was fun after lunch for the guys. You know, their stunt drivers to go. All right, let's go have some fun now. And they just went out and just started drifting and having some fun and getting those cars sideways and backwards and all kinds of fun stuff. So uh, it was good. And the Alfa Romeo was great.
2: I'm glad it turned out so good. It was a nice little
1: track day. It was last minute. Got a a phone call two (laughs) days ago. He's like, you know, super cheap, 200 bucks. Come to the track. I said, sure, let's do it.
2: I, uh, I'll catch you guys up on uh, wing progress. And first, I'll tell you about J.B. Weld. J.B. Weld, proud sponsor, CarCast. Epoxy adhesive brand used by pros and experienced DIYers as well. Trusted for 50 years. It's available at j- jbweld.com. Retailers everywhere. Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Walmart. All there. Michaels and more. Amazon, too. J.B. Weld. Uh, yeah, we were working here. On some uh, we two the tail of two two tails. we've been working on two tails, yeah, the Porsche tail and, the, and uh Sean's just been banging out that uh, five ten wing in the back every time I show off I'm like, well, let's paint it, Sean, come on. he's <laughs> like he's kind of bopping from this to that, but full uh full oh, yeah. fabrication. I just
1: saw him working on the Porsche wing doing the sand, sanding it down, getting it ready for for primer. No, it yeah. sounds like he finished it up, like all the and the,
2: the, five, the fiberglass work. The so. 510 BRE cars in primer as well uh, just got put in primer. Um, we can throw a few pictures of that up. I, it's got to be the last BRE 510 ever built. Um, I, I, yeah, I, now I, remind I everybody
1: that this was – which one this was. This isn't the 510 that you have, the number 85 car that you've been out and raced before this is the uh, one of the privateer cars this is the yellow one yellow. Yellow, yellow one
2: yeah it's um I think it's the I think BRE built um three of their own five tens and uh we can we'll show you some pictures of the wing and the wing getting made and and you can go to carcastshow.com com and Look at it. The, the, we'll show you pictures of the wing mocked up on the other BRE 510. It's not, I, uh, I'm sorry, it's not mocked up on the different drummer 510 where it's going. It's just mocked up on the yeah. 510 that was he- so there. Th-
1: there's three 510s that you have now. There's the different drummer 510 that we've talked about that hopefully we'll be, be bringing to Monterey in oh, August. Mm-hmm. You've got the, uh, uh the number eighty five Bobby Allison 510 that we've seen and raced before, and then there's the other one that was the shell of a car that we got that we haven't really shown or taken many pictures of because it really isn't much of anything other than a body, but the guy's been working on it for a while and you're saying that's going in to primer
2: <laughs> yeah it's going in primer
1: but the 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 different drummer wing is being mocked up on the number eighty five trunk (laughs) lid yeah it's nice to have all the pieces available
2: yeah they're all in the neighborhood and the 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 bre probably i don't know maybe max Pat can figure it out what year did bre run five tens in baja because there's a couple of there's like two Dots and 510s and maybe two Z cars that were set up for Baja. Now, yeah. I don't know if Brock and those guys were just doing that, you know, in the middle of the road racing season or one off or whatever. But as far as I can tell, there was probably three 510 team cars that were uh, road racers. And then I think two privateer cars they built, a blue – Wait a yeah, a blue one and a and a yellow, yellow and white yeah. and blue and white. And uh, I think the yellow and white one, which is my car, was the last road-going BRE 510 that they built, and it was yellow because it was going to, like, Jamaica or someplace or Argentina yeah. or some yeah. weird place where they had yellow in their flag. And so – it would have been the last one built unless they built a Baja 510s after that. Yeah, yeah, that's which, a good question. Which they could have built, but it still would have been the last 510 road car that they mm-hmm. built. Uh, but yeah. they they probably built some 510s. What year did they enter the Baja 500 or 1,000.
3: 69 is when the team went out, uh, the Datsun team went out uh, to Baja with a group of three 510s from the Nissan Works program in Japan. Before that, Brock campaigned a Datsun truck in 67, but 69 is the year of the three 510s.
2: And they didn't go they didn't go after that, I guess. Not seeing that. Huh. And Do you have a picture of the
1: Baja car?
2: They have... uh the Baja cars? They have... Uh, and they had... Baja Z's too,
1: yeah. Oh, that's a rough one. <laughs> that's <laughs> well, a rough picture for they, sure. They took a little
2: bit yeah. of a beating, <laughs> and they weren't in great. Uh, they weren't in great shape yeah. when they when they came back. Um, and they're interesting pieces. We're not that interested in them. There, I saw the BRE Z at the MIDI at the at Road Atlanta decade ago Mm -hmm. they were out there with that z but um trying to think then what year my datsun would have been built probably later than 69 maybe 70 maybe even 71 i think the 510s i think they started with the roadsters they went to the z's and then the 510s i think the 510s could have been last for some weird reason but anyway uh that car which is um a BRE car, but at, but privateer colors and in, in yellow and white, which is which is interesting. I don't know, Max Pat, if you found any yellow BRE. It's fine. It's hard to find pictures of this car, but yeah. there's there's p- pictures of it Pete, out there.
1: Pete came over. Uh, Pete Brock stopped by for something at one point, and uh, uh, I think you were recording another show at the time, so I was just walking around and saying hello, and and he signed the the brand new. 370Z and he asked which 510 that was and I was reminding him it's like, this was the yellow one it was the privateer car and and he
2: remembered nah. and started he started coming back with: Maxipat is showing us the wrong picture because that's a Baja car that 510.
1: And he was remembering and he, he was telling me how much he really liked that car. He liked it because it was a privateer car. He liked that they were doing something special with the car and he did like uh uh the you know, doing helping out with the yellow paint scheme and, and all that. So he had some pretty fond memories about it and he he was so glad to see that you had that. I don't know why he, he, he must have I'm sure he's got a lot more to say about it, but he was he said to me like three times, he's like, I'm so I'm so glad you guys have this one. He goes, I really like this car, the yellow car.
2: Well, he's such and, a good guy. And uh, I think he told me, or maybe he told you and you told me, but he said that, um, you know, they'd worked out a lot of stuff in the earlier cars and, and this car was sort of the recipient of what they had learned yeah. doing the other cars.
1: And he did that uh, on the... The Shelby, the Daytonas, as well. He talked about right. the first Daytona and the last one were really kind of different. Right. You know, each one got progressively better. So taking that that engineering evolution, yeah, you're right. I think I think this five ten, the yellow five ten, would have been arguably the best of the bunch.
2: Uh, switching gears, the Acura TLX. Announced today. Yeah. What is the TLX? So the
1: TLX, uh, we saw the concept car. It was the blue sedan at the Acura party at Monterey, uh, Mm -hmm. last Monterey, uh, during the car week. Mm -hmm. We went to their event, and they debuted what they said was the Type S. So the TLX is the new uh, four-door sedan, Mm -hmm. and it's gorgeous. And they said it's going to be the best-handling Acura Ever made, which okay. is interesting, or at least the best sedan. I, it must I, be all-wheel drive. Um, is, well, it all-wheel is it drive? all-wheel drive? I don't know that it is all-wheel drive. But, All wheel drive right. uh So the base model will be a four-cylinder with 272 horsepower. That's 66 horsepower more than last year's TLX, the previous body style. Mm-hmm. But they're going to come out with
2: – Front-wheel a, drive is standard –
1: but the Type
2: S all-wheel is, drive is optional
1: on the on the Type S. Okay, it'll be a turbocharged three-liter V6 that's going to make 350 horsepower. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty good. Pretty good numbers. That's, yeah, and that's before you breathe on it.
2: What's the sticker?
1: Uh, I don't know what the prices
3: are on it yet. Maybe Chris can. Oh, find excuse it, me. It is all-wheel drive, ten-speed automatic.
2: Uh there is the is front S.
3: wheel drive? Yeah, type S is all wheel drive. The type re- S the is TLX all-wheel regular is optional f- all wheel drive.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, that makes that makes more sense for sure. But it's it's a good looking car. The uh the concept was really pretty and the production version is not bad. Obviously the concept had like no door handles or mirrors on it, you know. Right. Things that kind of bust up the lines. But they did a pretty good job on this car, so it'll be uh, exciting to uh you know get our hands on one of those at some point and, and take it for a ride. As far as it's an important car for their markup, right? This is a successful sedan for them and mm-hmm. it's sized up, you know, in, in a way that that makes a lot of sense. It's kind of a mid midsize sedan and doing the performance version, I think is exciting for them.
2: Who's their competition or what vehicles are they? Uh,
1: Infinity would be, um, uh, I would say, uh, on some level, maybe Genesis at this point, uh, Hmm. Uh, um, maybe a little bit of BMW and Audi as well. I mean, uh, I would say Acura is considered a luxury brand to compete with BMW and Audi, um, but not necessarily as expensive.
2: Hmm.
1: Right. So I, I would say look at the midsize sedans from the from the Germans.
2: Hmm. Mm. Yeah,
1: that would be the competition. Oh, the, uh, yeah, the,
3: the pricing will will be around thirty five thousand, but they are not revealing the type S. That's just for the regular TLX.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think of how you find pictures of that yellow B R E car. They're but out there. You don't want the
3: Baja one.
2: No, I don't yeah. want the Baja one because that's not the car no. we own.
1: And the the problem is, is I think it's out there, but yeah. they're black and white photos, and you can tell because of the white
2: stripe. Yeah, you can't, you can't type in yellow BRE car. That's the <laughs> We're getting the, the Brockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, we got the uh, hypotheticals road trip or stoplight game to play uh, coming up a little later yeah. in the show. We're going to talk about McLaren and what they're up to. Um, first, we're going to uh, toss it to our good friends uh, over at GEICO. Time for another great segment from our friends at Geico. Right now, Geico is thanking customers with the Geico Give Back. It's a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current new customers. Geico's committed to long haul with the 15% uh, credit, which lasts the full policy term. Visit Geico.com slash give back. That's Geico.com slash give back for info and eligibility. All right, we got a question out
3: there. That's right. At Yuppie Toys on Twitter asks, What should I do with an old car that runs fine but is worth nothing? I have an 01 VW Jetta VR6 5-speed, original owner, Bilstein struts, Borla exhaust, big subwoofers. What do I do? Fast and
2: furious. Yeah. That's a Frankie Nunez, Nunez, Nunez yeah, type yeah, car, right? Yeah. Didn't he have a Jetta from he, Fast he, and Furious? He did. He
1: got it, and then he sold it at Barrett Jackson and bought it back because he had immediate remorse. Seller's remorse. Yeah. yeah, he definitely lost money on that deal, but he flipped the car to himself. What
2: does he do <laughs> with that Jetta? Well, it's coming up on uh, twenty years. Uh, I think uh way back in the day jimmy had a jetta like one of the second gen or third gen. yeah
1: wait is that the picture Jettas. where it says late night on the license plate
2: no that's an isuzu <laughs> iMark. <laughs> his dad bought two of them oh new and brought home two isuzu iMarks. well what's better than one new one <laughs> uh the jetta uh, you got you know, some- the vr6 is kind of cool and it sounds you gotta hot rod it out a little bit yeah uh have fun with it. I'd say
1: have fun with it. Maybe you think it's not nothing, but if it's clean and pretty good shape, you'd be surprised what people are searching for on Bring a Trailer these days. Oh, yeah. A yeah. lot of
2: a lot of stuff is going pretty good on that uh. Yeah, there's like website.
1: a CRX up there right now, like a little Penny Racer Honda.
2: Yeah. So, uh, I mean, what's his question? What to do with it? What, what does yeah. he do with it? He He's says a, it's
1: not worth anything. So runs, do you keep but, it, throw it
2: away? Like, what do you do? Well, listen, here's what you have to do. You have to get over the fact that you sunk a bunch of money into it. Cause you'll, ne- if you don't get over that fact, you'll never sell it. Yeah. Cause you'll never get out of it what you put into it. You bought it new. You bought it for 26K or 22,000 bucks. You put another six grand into it and now you're going to get $2,000. Yeah. And you have to understand that's the game. That's the market. Yeah. And the, get over whatever you put into it. Right. And think about all those guys who bought an Aston Martin or a, s- one of the Ferrari models or, or, or some version of that. And they spent 200 grand for it. And it's worth 65 grand. Yeah, like yeah. That's, that's that world. So you may be taking it, but not as bad as uh, many do. All right. Uh, that is Geico answers your questions, your car questions segment. And, uh, thanks for sharing. And uh, now it's Geico's turn to share. Geico, uh, they have a give back. And uh, the Geico give back, it's a 15% credit on your car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers because Geico's committed for the long haul. 15% credit lasts the full policy term. So visit geico.com slash give back for info and eligibility. All right. So uh, as far as we know, uh, I just corresponded with uh, the folks over at Monterey, and it's game on in terms of uh, the race. So um, yeah, that's that's their answer to me. So that's good. I, I don't see why it should be game off. I was telling Matt that I think they pulled the plug on everything a little prematurely. I think as you listen to what's going on – I mean, California is opening up slower than any other state, but – I don't know. Is there anything going on? Like the beaches are opening up, people are going back out. Yeah. Like, what's going on? And
1: and for, and for for this, there's so many outdoor events and stuff going on. And and uh, I, I don't know. I think they probably could have done something. Maybe limited some ticket sales, fewer people. Could have done something. I I don't know the financials of the whole thing and how it would work. Yeah. Um, listen, I got the email today saying the SEMA show is on, and now a registration is open. They already did booth selection. Whatever companies that are going are in. They're mm-hmm. they're doing it, and and now uh, all the attendees and and press and everything else can start signing up for this for the SEMA show. And again, I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's half as many people are allowed, or everyone has to wear a mask, or what's going on. But we've all been to SEMA, and those halls are jam packed. You can't go anywhere without bumping shoulders with somebody. There was like 160, I don't know, 165 thousand people <laughs> last I, year. Is
2: way more crowded than it should be
1: yeah and the expansion to the convention center is not done yet so it would be the same jam-packed sema as it has always been it won't be you know across the street and that whole other big uh Mm -hmm. that you know the big expansion that they've been building
2: 13 inch rim updates
1: Rim updates. So what we found out was uh, we were talking to our buddy Brad, uh, Brad Fanshawe, Bond Speed Wheels, and he found a set of 13-inch hoops mm-hmm. in his old stock, his NOS stock, if you will. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now he has his CAD guy working on... The plan to to make that center work because on your car specifically all of the photos it has that spoke that we talked about it kind of goes out to the edge of the rim and brad was telling me that if you look closely at some of the photos it doesn't actually touch that spoke goes to the outside of the hoop but it's it's off the hoop a hair like like the thickness of a washer and he said cuz that was part of a process and I think Krager or Welds did this back then I think of Krager, and it's it was riveted on they would take a cast piece and and so it did have sort of a two piece type of design um that hoop and then the cast center and it has a like a, a hidden rivet on the back
2: and you're and Brad was saying those are steel hoops yeah chromed that, steel hoops uh, possibly yeah well what would the finish be on them unless
1: I maybe just polished in some way, just polished as as, as much as possible. Um I don't I'm well, not sure. No, it can, that, it can be an aluminum uh hoop as well, but a magnesium center.
2: Oh, oh, okay. That right. see that made sense to me. So uh, makes sense to me now. So when we were walking and talking the other day and we we're talking about rims like we always do, you're telling me that Brad said there were steel rims with a like a magnesium center or whatever. And I was thinking, it doesn't make sense that they're steel hoops. They seem like aluminum hoops, but dissimilar metals in that you couldn't weld, you couldn't weld them. You couldn't yeah. weld, whether yeah. it was steel and magnesium or magnesium and aluminum, and, and, you couldn't weld it.
1: And he might have been talking about like the whatever the Craigers or something uses. I, uses I think steel there was something there because I kept, when yeah. you were telling me steel he was steel explaining hoop, the, the riveting process to me. And I was like, that's so fascinating. Um, fascinating.
2: Aiding. <laughs> there uh, you go. But I was thinking, no, how's it steel? Like, I've seen a thousand pictures of that. It just can't be. But it's, it's aluminum, but it's riveted because the center's magnesium yeah. is what they're saying.
1: So what we found was we were going to source three-piece wheels. We were going to make a, a center and get the two-piece front and halves, like from a BBS or somebody in the racing world that has a durable – hoop mm-hmm. and we were going to do a hidden fasteners now mm-hmm. um, though, though it it would add a little bit of a lip but the fasteners would be would be hidden and would be minimal uh, but because Brad was able to find on his shelf the proper 137s single hoop we are going to be able to do a two-piece wheel which means he will machine out the center he'll take that that hoop, heat it, it'll expand a little, slide the center in to get to the right where we need to be, and then it shrinks on, it grips, and then he hit, the machine hits it with a welder on the back. Mm. Right? And then it's done.
2: Uh, He's saying welder on the back, welder on the front too?
1: No, you want to hide the weld, so it's on the back side.
2: The front will just look clean. Yeah. and Yeah.
1: Or or he fastens it. He Instead of rivets, we use some sort of fastening. Yeah, I'm uh, trying way. to
2: think of that front look. seemed like the weld, a clean weld, would work there. But yeah, yeah you don't want to see. Yeah,
1: the weld but there. we'd we'd have to make a ring. You'd have to make five spokes, and then the five spokes would have to be connected with a ring to weld. He may actually not do that. He may have to. He may have to machine that center and then do that riveting process, but something more modern, probably with like an ARP bolt and thread it in and do something like that.
2: Should we It'll be pl- interesting. Should it's we play be- a little uh, hypothetical spotlight uh, game? We've played this game yeah. before. It's been a while. I think we have a intro. The Hypothetical Stoplight Game, brought to you by J.B. Weld.
0: Well, I'm in such a hurry tonight, but I'm going to have to stop at this light. On the left, I got a van with big wheels. On the right, I got a pickup in teal. Oh. to the left me, Field to the right, here I am, so get a light behind you.
2: I just saw one of those Ford F one fifties in Teal and I always yell at whoever's in the car with me, Why why do you paint a truck that color? What color is that for a truck? Ford All right. did
3: a lot of those back I in know. the day. All right, here's a setup. You're putting the final touches on your SEMA build, because SEMA's still happening. Yeah. And you realize you need another tube of JB Welds. So you hop in your car, head over to Lowe's, but on the way, you pull up to a red light. Two lanes to choose from. Which car do you get behind to get you to your JB Weld faster? All right, Matt, good luck. Adam knows the answer. You're going to guess. Round one. You're behind a silver Ford Focus, Mm -hmm. USC Class of 22 window sticker. She has stuffed animals in the rear window. Mm -hmm. Or you get behind the Honda Odyssey minivan. You can see a bag of fast food being passed around the car. NASCAR-themed license plate cover.
1: Oh, Oh. I like that. I like that. Somebody watches racing. The Ford Focus is interesting because little... Unknown fact: That is Stone Cold Steve Austin's go to LA car. He has a shitty Ford Focus that's really? like that's like champagne go the champagne color, kind of a gold. Mm. And he tools around in that. I don't even know how he fits in it, but that's his that's his car. Uh, you know, the Honda Odyssey is not slow. And somebody's a racing fan. Uh, I'm sure that uh, uh, I just like the fact that they're snacking in the car. I'm going to go Honda Odyssey with the racing fans.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah, how could I be wrong? I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you, you just are. It, it's the food going around. The food <laughs> going around. That's distracted, Mom. the fo- uh, the The Odyssey is a decent van. I mean, it's mm-hmm. got a V6 in it, at like 240 horsepower or something, which was kind of a kind of a lot back in the day. But I'll tell you, the other problem too is uh, you're driving something low because it's got some suspension on it. Uh, you're pulled up to the back. You're uptight. It's a little high to see up and see exactly what's going on. The Ford Focus, um, was it the Focus? Yeah, I'm sorry. The Focus. Right? <laughs> or the Festiva. <laughs> that that chick nailed it. That's got the hot chick in it. She's uh, just faked her way onto the crew team because her mom paid some cash and she <laughs> she cooked some. She photoshopped some pictures of her on a rowing machine. And uh, that's the kind of chick that uh, not only is going to take off a little faster, but even if she's a hair slower, she's the kind of gal you could get up next to on the next uh, stoplight and ask for some gray Poupon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: I just assume all the kids today are on the pot, and that makes them slow.
2: They (laughs) Many are, but also a lot of them are taking – Medication—they're essentially taking speed because they have ADD. Yeah. You know, so
1: a lot <laughs> no, you gotta of them are find sped balance up a somehow. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> you
3: got to find balance. What else? All right, we could try again. Nice try, Matt. All right, this time around, you get behind—you can either get behind a '90s Toyota Celica. Mm-hmm. Guy has his arm hanging outside the window, smoking a cigarette, mm. sleeveless shirt. Mm. Or you get behind that brand new Lexus RX SUV, but dealer stickers all over the window it's on a test drive
1: oh okay
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: how dark do you think that guy's left arm is compared to the other (laughs) arm you know he's just got that one bacon out there because you can't
2: bring the cigarette in and it's got the tar and the nicotine from the cigarettes staining the forearm hair uh, <laughs> as well, so it's perpetually darkened. Yeah.
1: Just because I hate this guy already, I'm going to go with the Lexus. I think the Lexus, even in its most subtle uh, configuration, is going to outpace that car all day long. Lexus.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> that's incorrect. And I'll, but I'll tell you, if you would have got to the next signal, you would have been correct. That was the signal where the guy was test driving the Lexus, and t- t- he took off very gingerly. You know, he paced, mm, he mm. stopped. It's not his car. You know what I mean? He, he's driving it. The next signal, that's when the dealer, it's when the auto dealer said, go ahead, put your foot into it a little <laughs> bit, see what she feels like. Yeah. Because he was so slow on your signal. You know what I mean? He, 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 we've all done that test drive where it's like, all right, this isn't my car, and I don't want to. And at some yeah. point, the guy loosens up a little and goes, eh, "She's a thoroughbred. She's meant <laughs> to run, man. Go ahead." But that was the next signal. No, I got
1: you. I got Not you. This so the the salesman was embarrassed that by the Celica was taking his sales away, basically by saying you got beat by the Celica. Then he's saying, "Lean into it a little bit.
2: Yeah, go ahead the and try out. Lean yeah, into it out. Yeah, but that that wasn't that like. Yeah, all but, right."
3: That's exactly right, Adam. You're right. (laughs) All right. We'll do one more, Matt. All right. Good luck. You have the choice. You get behind the white Tesla Model X with a custom red interior. Mm. Oh, nice. But the guy has one hand on the wheel, other hand scrolling through Instagram on his phone. (laughs) Or you get behind the Toyota Corolla. No passengers, but the driver has both an Uber and a Lyft sticker on his rear window.
1: Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uber and Lyft, no. (sighs) Distracted drivers are tough, regardless of how fast that thing is. Mm. And and here's, I'm going to say, Uber driver. This is why Uber driver is in a rush. He's got to make money. Mm. And those Teslas, they don't. When you let off the brake, they don't have like the auto, like you know, like idle, you know, like start to, to move unless you turn that feature on. You know, like, it'll just sit there unless you gas it a little oh, bit. Oh, really?
2: They don't, like, in a gas car where the dwell is just kind yeah, of Yeah, just the idling forward. is starting
1: to move. Like, that's adjustable. you got to turn that on. And I think this lazy guy didn't turn it on. I'm going to say he's stuck at the light, and Uber driver's got his next gig to do. Mm. Yeah. How's <laughs> it possible? I could be wrong. Well,
2: you know, this one is really close because initially you were right. Initially, the Uber driver did get out of there. Faster, He got out of the blocks faster. He was paying attention. The Corolla's a four-banger with Mm -hmm. little to no torque, obviously. The Tesla has instant torque. So while technically the guy got out quicker because he was paying attention, the Uber driver, and the Corolla, soon as the Tesla guy looked up and and he was triggered by the movement – of the Corolla. Yeah. As soon as he saw that guy was a bumper ahead of him, he looked up, instant torque. So that's it. Gone. The Corolla
1: just got a beak out in front, but then that's it. So, but you were
3: totally, yeah. I mean, I f- you were like I right there. I feel like I got a half
2: yeah. a point
1: somewhere mm, on this. We see? don't really do half <laughs> points. <laughs> yeah, do half but you but point. you were right there. You were right there. With <laughs>
3: the photo finish, but yeah, the the Corolla. All right. All right. I'll get it. All right. break in, guys. <laughs> Stop like
0: I am still getting a lot behind
2: you. Still get a light behind you. Here I am still get a light behind you. And, and the one you, by JB Weld, the one you just picked the wrong intersection. That's not even your fault, really. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's not a win. It's obvious a loss is a loss, but it's tough. Those are tough losses. Yeah. All right. Uh, JB Weld. That's what I'm talking about. DIY projects. Want to save a little money? Want to avoid uh, paying the repairman, or even having the guy trounce around your house, big old muddy boots? Proud to have JB Weld as a sponsor. They're great. We know these guys. I know the owner. We went over. Were you? You were with me at SEMA when we went over to the booth. Where? Where or did I just leave? No,
1: you? no. You. I was with you. We we're over there to. Sniff the glues and and this is before they even came on with us you were just a fan yeah you just showed up you're like where's the jb weld booth of everything at sema that's the one you went to
2: i boys loved it jb weld <laughs> put it in your toolbox put it in your kitchen drawer uh whether it's a uh, metal or wood or plastic you shouldn't glue it. You should JB Weld it. It's available at JBWeld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly, Walmart, Amazon, Michaels, and more. It's JB Weld. So, let's see. McLaren lays off 1,200 people. Yeah, it's
1: a little bit of bad news there, or a lot of bad news there. We're such big fans of McLaren. Um, We've been fortunate enough to drive almost all of them and waiting for the new GT to come in, the 720Ss, the 570s, 650s, all of them. Uh we like the guys at the company. We film with them at Goodwood, but uh you know, the pandemic has really taken its toll. It's such a luxury item. Uh, you know, sales are, are are so far down. And this is still a relatively new company. The the streetcar division is still relatively new, right? So mm-hmm. they are dependent on that cash flow. So they're gonna cut twelve hundred people across the board. They gotta cut from F one and cut from manufacturing and everything. They may go as far as as uh, mortgaging some of their assets, such as their manufacturing facility and their own car collection. They have a first of all, if they have even one McLaren F1 in there, well, that's probably eighteen or twenty million. That they can leverage right there. Now we've been down this road before. They're only going to get forty cents on the dollar for that loan when they when they go to leverage those assets. Well, but, uh,
2: according to the F1 series on Netflix, I think Drive to Survive. I watched. They have walked through the hallowed halls of um, McLaren, and they've they've walk past mm. all those, you know, Senna cars and all those uh, F1, legendary F1 cars yeah. and all that. And they, I think they kind of have that like by the year, you know. Yeah. And so, and F1 cars are, have gone up in value a lot, whereas like indie cars, not so much, but F1 cars have. So there's, you know, definitely some multimillion dollar cars there along mm-hmm. with the, the F one street the, the street going. car the three right, seater yeah. right right the one uh, Leno Leno has yeah um don't like the rims on that car nah. so it's I got issues
1: you know what I, same thing with the XJ220 that we love is it, it the rims date that car so much but uh, you swap out the rims and it got a pretty cool
2: get some center cool lines swap. in there yeah anodize them yeah they're aluminum they're riveted together anything with the rivets will work. <laughs> Get a nice blue anodized going. Oh man, we we're Mike August was driving me home the other day a Porsche California, the the newer one, full matte black wrap and red like anodized rims. Yeah, went past yeah, us yeah. and Mike was like, "What the fuck?"
3: <laughs>
2: and so, then, so it's then, nice to see Mike's learning. So then he said. He said, did somebody paint their car flat black? I said, it's probably wrapped. Then he said, oh, yeah. So I said, so, you know, when you went to sell the car, you could take the wrap off, just be red under it. And he's like, yeah, but all that sticky glue would ruin the paint. And I said, uh, no, nah, it, it'd be fine. You could take it off. And he's like, what about all the glue from the wrap? <laughs> I said, uh, first off, you'd never heard of wrapping a car six minutes ago. Now you're yeah, an expert that's right. on, on wrapping the car. I said, no, nah, I'm not an expert either, but it's like a clear bra. Like It would like per- probably protect the paint from, from chips. To be
1: fair, knowing Mike, he's thinking of eating barbecue and all his fingers getting right. super sticky all the time because that's
2: probably where you guys were going. Right, <laughs> so he was like, "Isn't it gonna? and I started thinking about it, I was like, I know, but you tell me, I mean you could just pull the wrap off with a heat you, gun, you or still yeah,
1: you-, you heat it, you peel it off, and uh uh, I don't know if you even have to, to to heat it. I think it goes a little bit easier if you do, but, um, you know, even when I went to uh to when I took my truck to semo i I had vinyl uh, printed up with a bunch of the sponsors, and I had them do it in just one long black sticker to mm-hmm. match the paint, so I didn't have to peel off 15 logos. Right, right. I just peeled. And, and when we were done, I just grabbed the end and just slowly peeled it all back, and it came off with one big one big piece, well, basically. Mike it said was it, super ruined, easy. it ruined
2: the paint. Nah,
1: I just hit it with some all detail, sticky, and it was good like to go. Fly paper.
2: Yeah, it was good. Uh, all right, you can go uh, see me do... Uh, my uh, unprepared from quarantine that's uh, coming up uh, on Monday, this Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'll be doing it from my house. And so, you can participate. Oh, yeah. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, but just go to SiriusXM.com slash Adam It's going to be a big Zoom webinar, so we'll have a chat room, and you can submit... Your word in the chat room, and it could be randomly picked for Adam to spin into a comedy bit right before That's going to be out. fun.
2: Yeah, it's good. We did one. came out great. We're going to do another. Nashville Zanies, June 12th and 13th, a live podcast and stand-up there. And uh, my book, I'm Your Emotional Support Animal, available now for pre-order, coming out soon, but it helps if you pre-order it through Amazon for us. Matt, the Motorator, what do you got?
1: Uh, just uh, You could see some images from the track day and some other stuff. Follow me at Motorator on social media.
2: So, till next time, this is Adam Carolla from Matt the Motorator. D'Andrea saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCastShow. If you'd like to write in, fill out the
1: form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital Production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit carcastshow.com. Let me tell you guys about Geico. Though we're apart these days, we're sharing more. And Geico would just like to say thanks. Thanks for sharing your dance moves, your DIY haircut fails, and your inner lip sync star. Now it's Geico's turn to share as well with the Geico Giveback. It's a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for current and new customers. And because Geico's committed for the long haul, the 15% credit lasts your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash giveback for info. That's geico.com slash giveback.
0: Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You work hard. Switching to Metro isn't. This holiday, there's zero fees to switch. Right now, get high-speed data for just 25 bucks a line for four lines. That's Metro's lowest price, Period. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your holiday. Plus, device sales tax with eligible port in a no T-Mobile service in past 180 days.
3: One phone per line while supplies last. If new line deactivates, all lines lose four-line promo rate. Additional terms apply. Limited time offer. See Metro by